there, it's Coach C, and welcome to the Coach C Podcast. I'm really super excited today to talk to one of Canada's best leaders, and this woman is a phenom. She gets to wear her super cape to work. She's accountable for over 3,000 employees across the country. I want you to imagine that right now. Your role in the world is to keep 3,000 plus human beings safe during this kind of crisis time. So I really want to welcome you, Heather Arthur. Thank you so much for joining us as a senior leader, as a woman in business, as someone who is paving the way in through bold leadership, through pushing the boundaries, breaking some rules from time to time. So welcome and thank you so much for accepting my invitation to be on the Coach C podcast. Oh, Christine, I, 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 you know what? I can't imagine being anywhere else right now, but talking about what leadership is all about during a time of crisis. And, you know, if we can share some tips with your audience, I'm super excited about that. So thank you for having me. Thank you. I am so grateful. And we are going to dig into a lot of leadership concepts right now uh, today. I think one of the reasons why I reinvented this podcast, and it, one, it's a time of reinvention. We are all in the process of reinvention. But two, it's also a period of us to examine leadership. And, um, you know, people will often say to me, what is transformational coaching about? What is that? And I'll always say, show me a business problem. I'll show you a people problem or a people solution. And, you know, in these kinds of times, I really think that the best breakthroughs happen. You know, ways of innovating, ways of working together that we had not yet thought of and had not yet considered. So in your role right now, you have a big role. You're working with a lot of people. They're working from home. They're working you know, on skeleton crews, trying to make sure that everybody is taken care of because you are an essential service. And uh, tell me a little bit about, before we dig into that, what do you personally do as a leader to prepare yourself to help and lead your crew? Like how do you, what do you do? What are your practices? Yeah, you know, I think in this time, the practices that you already have established are the ones that you've got to go to. This is not the time to create a new process or a, a new way of being a leader. This is a, a time to play to your strengths. Yeah. And if we all play to our strengths when it's the toughest times, then that's how our leadership will truly show up. So, you know... I'd love to tell you a story about when I was overwhelmed and and really really under a lot of stress when I was a junior leader. And I looked at in the, myself in the mirror and I said to myself, "What is my actual purpose? What am I what am I here to do?" And I you know I knew what my job description was. And I knew all my roles and responsibility, but I really wanted something deeper. I said, "What is my purpose?" Okay. And when I realized that you know I was kind of getting buried in email, kind of getting buried in tasks. And I thought to myself, no, my purpose is to possibly impact as many people as I possibly can every day, not, not this week or this month, but every single day. So I made a non-negotiable for myself. And I did this as a, a very junior leader, but I believe this one process is what, one, gets me up in the morning at, with such passion and excitement, but also is exactly what needs to happen in a time of crisis. And that one non-negotiable is, how many people am I going to positively impact today? And I said, I'm going to pick five people. When I made that non-negotiable for myself, it was 
really exciting because my day went from how many emails have I read and how many tasks have I done yeah. to how many people have I positively impact. And then I started to start the day with, okay, I'm going to look for those people right now. I'm going to start my day looking for those exciting people. Like, who can I positively impact? And it started off with really basic things like, you know, asking more curious questions, giving them feedback on their own strengths. And then five people turn into 10 people, yes. 10 people, 15 people, 15 people turn into 25 people. And then before I knew it, I was doing, you know, speeches and talking to big groups. And then I took on the role of the leader that I am today, which is, you know, supporting awesome. over three people right across Canada yeah. in a role that makes sure that all Canadians are connected. And I truly believe that that decision that I made maybe 20 years ago yep. to positively impact people every day is the same decision I wake up every single morning with and it's the same decision that's going to help me lead through a crisis. Yes. So you know, that's a question anyone can ask themselves today, no matter what your job title is, no matter what your job is, no matter what your role is in life, because as a mom, you can ask this, yep. as a parent, you can ask this, as a brother, sister, friend, you can ask this. It goes through all walks of life. So I think that's the number one, like, go-to question. And at the end of the day, I assess myself. How was today? How many people I positively impact? And then gratitude comes in. I'm so thankful that I got a chance to be part of a community or a friendship or someone's, you know, day-to-day activities. You know, I I knew we were kindred spirits when we met. Like, we could talk for hours about this. And (laughs) it because it's truly, um, my journey is very similar. You know, who am I and what impact is my life about? And it's a moment-by-moment, day-by-day thing. And, of course, you're going to have days where you're a little more blue or you're a little frustrated or you're stuck. But the willingness to say, what impact and difference can I commit myself to and then follow through with that commitment shifts everything. It helps me get out of my own way. It helps me get out of my head. If I'm, if I'm running a negative ticker tape, like, am I good enough? Do I have it? Do I add value? If I'm, any of that's going on, choosing to be on purpose and make a difference for one human being, five human beings, 100 human beings, just choosing that way gets me right out of my head. And I'm, it's, yeah. So contribution to others, it, it, um, it's, you know, when I think about my ego, and like you said, you know, we have these questions that come up. My ego can get in the way. It'll trip me up if I let it. But it's almost like that question is, is the volume, and it turns down the volume on the yeah. ego and turns up the volume on how can I be of service? How can I be a servant leader? And that is way better and more powerful to serve in that capacity than in, you know, why am I not good enough or why am I scared? And and I still have those questions as well. I'm human, but how do I turn the volume down on those questions and the volume up on all the others? hundred percent. And one of the things that I've been working with a lot of people who are working from home right now and you know, what you focus on grows. So if your intention or your focus is going towards, you know, why this, why now, poor us, guess what's going to happen in when you're working from home? All of that frustration, the anxiety levels grow, the stress levels grow, and you're probably seeing that a lot with people in your teams that are displaced, that are working from home, that are, you know, don't necessarily even have a home office, they're sitting on their beds doing doing their work that, you know, so... There's a lot of that noise that we just that we talked about. And I think one of the biggest 
roles that I play and, and most leaders play right now is dimming the noise, bringing it yeah. down to what are you focused on and what intention can you create for yourself just today to move into you know, what, what will empower you? What will make you have an experience of being bigger than yourself? And we've been pushing that a lot right now and talking a lot about that. Is that what your teams are finding? Are you finding people are dealing with a lot of that? Uh, you know what? Every emotion is going to come forward in a time of crisis. Yeah. And people are going to experience those emotions at different times. And different things are going to spark those emotions. So, you know, you might look at someone and, and see that they're handling things really well today. And then tomorrow they're in a, they're in a puddle state. of tears. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that regular connection, that regular touch point to check in, how are you, you know, not surviving, but flourishing yes. in this situation? And how's your mindset? How's your uh, body? How's your breathing today? How's everything for you that's going to sets you up to be the most successful person possible. You know, when you look around in, in society right now, the entire society went to, how can I survive? And we saw that with the toilet paper toilet crisis. Paper. It was completely, how can I survive? Yeah. And we've got to move the pendulum from, how do I survive, to how am I going to flourish? Yes. What are the things that I need to really influence a flourishing day? And it doesn't have to be, you know, of the future, it's focusing on the present because when we focus on the present, our fears about the future and our fears about things like money, finances, yeah. job security can actually be taken care of because we only present focus on the present. Yeah. And then even is your present becomes the next present. Yes. And then the next present. And then before you know it, you're actually giving yourself presents for your future. Yes. And how you make the future look the way you want it to, exactly. even though there's tons of unknowns, that unknown is what scares people the most. So you got to ask yourself, how am I going to flourish versus how am I going to survive? And you got to ask yourself, am I acting like a like I need to survive or am I acting like I want to flourish? And that mindset is a real distinction, I think, in how we need to show up for our leaders so that they can copy and rob and duplicate those same ways of being a leader. A hundred percent. And I love that, you know, a, a lot of the certainty comes from what am I doing? Who am I being now in this present moment? And you're hearing a lot more mindfulness in corporations and organizations. You know, when I first started consulting 27 years ago, I, I uh, cut my teeth in uh, a company very similar to yours. <laughs> you know that backstory. But when I started consulting and talking about becoming alert and being in the present and being awake, that was not mainstream thinking. No. Today, <laughs> today, fast forward 27 years, I literally was one of the pioneers in that work. Conscious leadership was like, what are you talking about? Command and control was it, you know, creating a future and having people be in the future and, and live now, like be present and, and work on their contribution or their purpose. Now we talk about purpose-driven leadership or purpose-connected leadership all the time. And it's really shifted how people are leading. And I think it's given some extra tools to help leaders understand that, you know, number one, this too shall pass. This is not a forever situation. So they're not managing a crisis. They're leading people in more of a scientific experiment. It's an yeah. interesting time because we've never been here before. You know, and I think that's really value that that really adds a lot of value to how people are leading. And you still see a lot of 
leaders that are not short up to that. You can tell the difference between a, a very purposeful leader and a leader who is in survival. And you can tell the difference when their people are in survival as well, because you have the hoarding and all of those things happening as well. People not showing up for work or they're taking the Netflix days all day long, right? You're seeing, you're kind of running the gamut, right? People are either rising to the challenges that they're being faced with, or they're um, doing things to avoid how they feel. And I'm sure you're seeing a lot of that as well. Tell us a little bit more about um, how you're connecting people across the country. How are you mm-hmm. connecting those teams? Because they're all over the place, right? So some people just want to drink and smoke pot and watch Netflix all day and they're not showing up powerfully. And then you have other people like, how can I contribute? What, what can we do? What do we do next? So tell me a little bit about what you're seeing in the different dichotomies. Yeah, so imagine going from a, a call center world where you've got 500 people that are, you know, sometimes in one big office. Uh, you can do lots of in-person type of activities, fun stretch breaks, fun, you know, things that are in-person. And now what we've had to do is change that philosophy to how do we do the same things, and but do it um, using technology. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether it's a Skype call, a Zoom call, um, uh, that, that's happening quite often. But, you know, I've also looked at, all right, how do I talk to someone and send them a personalized message yeah. without having to book a meeting? Because a meeting makes it very official. Um, so I started to just do video recordings uh, for specific people. And whether it's a recognition, a thank you note, a just, hey, I'm doing a health check with you to let you know that I've seen what you're up to and it's amazing stuff that's going on. And I'm just sending to them. And that way, when they have a moment to breathe, they can listen to that message and maybe even listen to it more than once, especially yes. if I think it's the words or the intent is what they need to hear. Um, but I've also made some really funny ones. So, you know, I've got a couple of people that are not feeling so great during this time, uh, but they're, you know, they need a good laugh. So my tickle trunk has been pulled out of the closet and, awesome. I've tunes, and I've got headbands. And so, you know, nothing like getting uh, a video from your VP with, and she's dressed up. You know, right. That, and it's kind of fun. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm finding new ways, but then I'm, I'm inviting my team to do the same. So, you know, now we've got video virtual stretch breaks that are happening Yes, and we're all getting online at, at a certain time and we're, you know, we're, we're stretching and we're talking about our ergo assessment, like how we set up our our makeshift offices, um, where are we sitting for the day? How are we sitting for the day? So we're talking about taking care of our body. Yes. We're talking about the food that we're eating and some of the baking that we've done. Um, what I love is now I get to see into people's homes. Yes. Right? So, and I've been telling stories about about getting into people's homes because I, I feel it's such a privilege to be able to, to meet their children, their spouses. Mine might run in the room, by the way, just... <laughs> It's just phenomenal. And actually, you know, I have a great story. One of my managers sent me a note that because he was working from home, he got to see his son take his first steps, which would not have happened if he was in the office. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is I I feel so privileged to hear that story. But he didn't miss a moment as a dad. And so when I think about what's good about this, that's definitely one of those stories that come out. But, you know, Christine, you, you talked about, you know, we're, we're leading through a crisis, but the real essence of what we're doing is still leading people. So when I look at 
if we're leading people, which is what we're doing, the human needs have not changed. No. The human needs of connection, the human need of love, the human need of significance, and the human need of contribution. Yes. Those four things stay the same. So now, in a new digital world, we need to find a way to activate those four things yes. for every human being. Yes. And so I'm asking you to find ways, new ways, to activate those four things all the time. And it's interesting to me because for me, it's inherent. It's obvious. And it was, it's, it's been an eye opener for me that it's not obvious for all leaders, that it's not um, as transparent for them. And so I've been able to contribute and open that up for people to look at how do you connect in a digital world? How do you create water cooler talk or the go to coffee talk when you're online? And what does that look like? So there's lots of different ways to do that, right? Ways to create chat groups, ways to do the video calls, the stretching. We encourage our clients constantly to be doing, you know, morning stretching. We also incorporate meditation. And a lot of our clients are doing, are getting on and they'll do a Zoom meeting. And before they'll start, they'll just do two minutes of breathing in and out. Just like, it's amazing what your mind can create when you actually breathe and just be clear. And it doesn't have to be some deep, meditate because not everybody can do that and when people are put on the spot on a zoom call it's challenging for them but they're trying people are willing to do different things and we think oh i can't do that or you know they won't yes they will give them the option give them the choices to do those things and it'll be shocking how people show up for you so i think that's amazing you you nailed that breathing is so important but also Sometimes just asking people to be on a video conference with their camera on yes. is scary enough for them. Yes. And, you know, we made it a must do. You have to have your camera on. And, you know, people are sporting the ponytails. People are sporting the, ha- the, the ball caps. And, and that's okay. But also what I've seen happen from two weeks ago till now is people have gone from wearing the sweatpants yes. to actually wearing their work clothes. Yes. Although this is such a tiny little thing, there's a mindset that goes with, okay, I got up, I did my makeup, I did my hair, mm-hmm. I got dressed. Now, uh, me and you both showed each yeah. other, we're wearing slippers. Um, yes, uh, I have my slippers on. <laughs> I have my slippers on too, but, you know, I got dressed this morning, yes. and not just because me and you were talking today, but because I want to show up for my whole team as the best version of me. Exactly. And so, you know, that's the other part about when you ask people to turn the cameras on, they will show up as the best version of themselves. Yeah. And that's actually getting the right mindset and make it happen. Well, I mean, there's a th- there's a, a billion neurons firing in your brain all the time. And if you're used to getting up, showering, putting your makeup on and dressing with an intention and a purpose for your day, and then all of a sudden you stop doing that, your mind starts to think it's the weekend or you're on holidays every day. So it changes your focus and your intentionality because you've trained your brain for many years that you're flipping the switch, we're going in, we're, we're being on purpose, we're being intentional. And when you, when you show up and you're less intentional, it actually changes that way you experience yourself and your emotional state changes. So productivity yeah. declines. So I'm always harping on this. Show up as the best version of yourself and be intentional about it because yeah. it will change how you feel. Even if you're having a bad day, you put lipstick on or for guys, you do a nice shave and, and you feel better. You know, you put your favorite sweater on, whatever it is, but you actually do change that. And it, it's a change in your mind. It changes your chemistry. It changes the molecules, literally. So I am mm-hmm. harping a lot on that. Show up with intentionality. My, my favorite mug, it says, 
be the best version of you. Yes. So even the messages that are, sur- are yes. surrounding are yeah I don't have mine in here but my mug says reinvent (laughs) and renew I have one that says reinvent all the time well we're in that what um inside of that you said something that was very powerful in you know communicating creating fun you know it's an environment right now where there's a lot of serious stuff happening in the world and we're not taking that lightly but it's those things are not inside of your remit Like I keep saying to people, stay in your lane of what you can control. What problems can you solve? What is in your world that you have a say in the matter of? And how are you finding that as well? Because if people get way ahead of themselves, it's doom and gloom. And they, as you said earlier, get into the future, right? They get stuck in what, what if I do think this is going to change how we work going forward. What are your thoughts on that in terms of, um, and nobody has a crystal ball. Right. We don't know how it will change. We didn't know after, you know, some of the other major catastrophes that we've had. Um, But what do you think in terms of I'm just going to turn this so the sun stops shining in my eyes. That's a little bit better. You can see my messy desk. though. Um, What do you think in terms of how this will change? Do you think people will be more fearful of being in community or do you think they'll be more embracing of being in community? What are your thoughts? That's a really good question. You know, we've um, instantaneously moved to this social distancing world, um, but we're longing for connection um, and wanting to be part of a community. So, you know, the I think what's what first of all we have to acknowledge that the world has changed, and what the business the way we do business is not going to be the same ever again the way our customers are shopping now has changed the way we are going to serve our customers if you're in a business is going to be much more community and connection driven even though it might be in a new digital world and the companies and the corporations and people that see that transition and ask themselves what is it about my business that is can act be activated in the future where people are going to be longing for connection, wanting a very personalized service, mm-hmm. and um, that they they want to be digitally enhanced at the same time? And the answers to that for anybody in business what is is based on what you do with your customers today and thinking how am I serving my community and my my customers right now. In my world, in a in a in a call center, you know, we are we're actually building a new call center, and this will directly influence now how our space looks. So we will have seats that will be six feet apart. We will have meeting rooms that are much much bigger, so that we can uh, practice social distancing, but also practice coming together as a community. So yeah. it's it's influencing decisions right now for even furniture that I'm buying. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean we're not going to come back together and be in a community. Uh, but we definitely are going to think about how do we keep each other safe throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see that transition, but I hope that people don't lose the lessons of this moment in time. And the lesson that's the most important one right now that I find is the entire world has made a decision that our purpose is to keep everyone safe. So the people that are most vulnerable, the people that are old, are old age, you know, we don't want to lose our heritage and the knowledge of our elders. Um, And so we've decided to do things like wash our hands, stay home, 
all of these tips that, that they're not tips. It's actually a purpose of human beings to keep everyone yeah. safe at the same time. And that's mm-hmm. a pretty big deal that the entire earth decided to do one purpose at one time. Yes. So imagine the power if in your own community or your own corporation that you also take that lesson of one purpose, not yes. not 20 priorities, not a laundry list of task things, but one purpose, and everyone rallies behind that one purpose, what's possible? We see it right yes. now. We're healing the earth. What's happening, what will happen in your corporation is results will happen. Customers will be attracted to you because you have one purpose. Yes. And that's what I'm excited to see the transition of. But I think the companies that will really flourish are the ones that have that purpose and it's really crystal clear. Yes. And it's that is one of the things that I work with companies and leaders all the time is what is your purpose? What purpose do you serve? And when they can answer that, it is golden because it's so easy to align people to a purpose, especially if it's one that's a little bit bigger than themselves. It gets them motivated. It gets them thinking in ways that then they realize, yes, I can. I can accomplish that, but I can't do it alone. I certainly need a group of people to work with me to make that happen. And that's, that's the exciting thing. I think you're right. There's a lot of really great things and a lot of positive things that are going to be coming forward despite all of the negativity, you know, and I say to people, uh, limit the amount of negativity you let into your home every day. So limit the amount of news that you're watching, pick your spots you know, find the facts versus all of the different ways that media and and the news are coming at us today. Because every time you could, you see it, right? And it has a massive impact on who you're choosing to be. So I really have people limit that. What are you finding in terms of um, being able to have people decipher for themselves, right, the noise? And how do you have people calm that noise down? Yeah, I think, you know, your first step, which is where are you getting your information from and how how much of it are you consuming and how much of other things are you consuming and filling your brain with? You know, yes. you know, if you look on Facebook or any social media, you're going to see all the information about what's on Netflix right now. And absolutely enjoy Netflix, spend time with the family, sit down and, and watch some TV, but don't make it your entire day. Yes. And, you know, how do you... Create a world where, you know, you come up with a plan of action for how to tackle your day, how to tackle your business, um, and then you take action, but have a sense of urgency, not emergency, and really focus on what is it that's going to get me to that next step and that next step for, for my plan of action. And at the same time, understand that others are uh, not not knowing what that plan is, or they're waiting for someone else to give to them a the plan. And so, you know, one of the things that I do when I talk to my leaders and, and I, you know, I phone all of my leaders in my organization, um, I spent uh, a, a good three days, that was my entire purpose, was phone individually. And what I said to them is, I want you to know that you're empowered to take any action that you feel is right for the customers, right for our employees, or right for our business. Yes. And whatever that is, whatever that action is, tell us what you're doing so that if we want to Bring it to the entire organization as a good idea. We'll do that. But do not hesitate or ask for permission. You are empowered to do this. Yes. I think a distinction um, in, in good leadership 
you know, this is not a time to wait for direction. This is a time to make the direction yourself. And are you seeing that those bold moves? Are you seeing people take it? Uh, I'm seeing both. I'm yeah. seeing people uh, ask still for permission. Say, I, I heard what you said and I was thinking of doing this, which is great, right? Yeah. They, they heard and so they're still asking for permission, but that's okay. And Sometimes then that's a Canadian thing too, though. I think so. <laughs> it's a very Canadian way of being. I did this yesterday and it was fantastic. And now I'm telling all of you, because if we do this together, we're going to be much more powerful. So yeah. I'm seeing both sides. And yeah. I'm, I think people are still watching to see, is what we're saying uh, truthful? Is this going to be our new reality? Mm -hmm. Or is this just a moment in time where, you know, after this, I'll have to wait for direction from my boss or my right. boss's boss. And um, that's, that's not my now, leadership. What, uh, but. what you're pointing at is probably one of the most fundamental culture changes that we have the opportunity in business to take right now. Whether you're a solopreneur, run a mid-sized company or run a major 500 company or 100 company, the opportunity to shift the culture where people are pushing for that purpose that we talked about. They're not waiting for you to create it. They're pushing because it's important to them. And I think being able to have that say, because at the end of the day, people want, this is what I find personally, people want to have an experience that they contributed and that they're valued. And if they have those things, they will move heaven and earth to solve problems, to create solutions and they will create your company to the next level if we get out of the way sometimes, right? By oh. giving them access, giving them access to find those solutions and try things on. And I do think there's a lot of fear that holds yeah. people back. One, from a leadership perspective, it's, you know, what if we let them loose? And then what if they do crazy things? Or, you know, what's the, what's the like all the ramifications of that? And then the other part of it is a personal fear. If I do this and I fail, yeah. immediately people result resolve back to not being valued, I'm not good enough, all of those emotional responses that human beings have. So I think it's our job as leaders to give permission to fail and fail right. forward and lean into that. Give permission, give permission, and then celebrate when they've taken that 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 chance. You know, I mean, I work for a large corporation. We have a huge community outpouring. But the stories that really hit home for me, and one that happened last week is um, out in Moncton, one of my um, uh, people that are really close to the community understood that women's shelters needed some yes. extra assistance in this time. And, close. you know, so they came up with a campaign to collect um, feminine hygiene products and, and, and um, bring them to the shelters. And they, they called it, and I saw the title, and I, it made me giggle. They called it uh, Tampon Tuesdays, <laughs> and they collected tampons. <laughs> and I was like, that is fantastic. Uh, I don't know if before this crisis they would have uh, they would have asked for permission to call it Tampon Tuesdays, no. and they would have kicked in to see you know is this going to match our values? <laughs> and they they had bags and bags of feminine hygiene products that were dropped off at I think over five women's shelters. That's amazing. And you know this is this is just seeing the need in the community and decided they're going to do something about it. And I think this is going to be a thing now. Like I do Tampon, too. Tampon Tuesdays. I love it. And my, yeah. my sister-in-law works at a women's shelter up north, and the shelters are closed. So yeah. what has been happening in real time and in the communities is that women are either being um, the ones that are extremely high risk. Some communities are putting them in vacant hotels so that they can quarantine and not be at risk. Others are they're, you know, not having that kind of protection, which is really unfortunate. 
Uh, Toronto seeing a major onslaught of closed facilities for, for women and children. And uh, I do want to put this out there for anybody in, in trouble that has been dis- disbanded and had to go back to a violent situation. Uh, if, you put a, if you text a green frog, one green frog to a friend lets that friend know that you're in trouble, but you're not ready to call the police or do anything about it. Two green frogs mean you know my address and you're calling the police and you're doing it right now because I'm in trouble. So that was started by a woman here in Toronto, uh, a young entrepreneur. And um, so that was a message that came across my desk last week. And I think it's important to find ways to solve those kinds of problems. That's a more serious problem, but the green frog allows people to feel like if I know someone in trouble, I can help. I'm also seeing other acts of heroism and just, you know, Ways of uh, acting like getting families diapers and and food and helping that in communities where it's like, let's connect with people in Montreal and send and help those communities in Montreal for newly immigrated families. Like there's so many stories I'm hearing. I have a lot of uh, my sister's a nurse. And so we're also seeing a lot of the, the heroes are nurses. You know, when she signed on to be a nurse, she didn't sign on to go to war. No, she signed on to save lives and to make a contribution, a difference, just like we were talking about. And it's it's an interesting time for, I think, everyone to realize we have the the ability to be a hero every day in every. And it's a choice that we get to take. Yeah. 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 I I think people um, are thinking heroes are the police and the nurses. And no, right now, our heroes are the people that are showing up from work every day at the checkout counter at, you know, our local yes. grocery store and our pharmacists. And, you know, they're not the sports heroes right now. They're not the, you know, big celebrities. They're doing good things as well to uh, raise money. But ask yourself, what does the person that I care about or need right now? Sorry about that. I thought I turned all of that off and I'm binging away here. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, going back. So what does that person need? And, you know, is it, you know, my, my next door neighbors, they, they ended up quarantined. So I texted my neighbor, like, I'm going to the grocery store. What do you need? Yes. And you know, normally they would be fine on their own. But, you know, I want to make sure that if, if I'm picking up milk, let me pick up milk for yeah. you too. Right? Yeah. So it's simple, tiny things. Um, you know, and now's the time to surprise and delight your friends. You know, I know you're supposed to stay home, but, you know, walking over to your neighbor's house and dropping a little care package is, is okay. My girlfriend dropped off Easter cookies last week to the kids and it's fine because she's Jewish. She celebrates Passover, but she was at the store and she's like, I know, you know, Easter's coming for your family. And, you know, so she dropped off decorate, like, you know, she put it on the front step Right, like rang the bell and literally walked to the end of the driveway and was waving. <laughs> I love it. It's like Nikki Nikki Nine Yeah, it's, it's yeah. We're doing a lot of these. Like it's kind of positive Nikki Nikki Nine Doors. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I think we do this all the time. It's funny too. You know, I, I had a, a, my my girlfriend her birthday. And I'm like, I can't go shopping. I don't want to send something on Amazon. So I made her something. Like, when uh, do I make gifts? Right, yeah. and I can't actually deliver it to her doorstep and have a surprise and delight and, and I collect beach glasses one of the things that I do to oh, de-stress wow. and it's close by and I have all this beach glass I'm like okay I'm gonna make some art out of it and good for you so, so you get see all creative. that creative juices are coming out I think you're seeing a lot more creative my my 17 he hadn't picked up an instrument in quite a while and he, he restrung his guitar 
And he I picked know. it back up. I'm like, yes, it's not Fortnite or my, like some mindless game. He's relearning. He's learning coding and he's doing all kinds of interesting things. My daughter's been dancing every day. So just to um, kind of move into what the, I love the impact and, and where we're going in this conversation. And you and I can talk for hours on how to help and what we can do differently what are your thoughts on the things that um, we could actually, what are the opportunities coming out of this? So what are the opportunities for our leadership, for people in general? What do you think the, because everybody's going to focus on, you know, the markets and the housing and the, you know, how do we get help? What are the opportunities for people? What do you really think? I think from a people perspective, um, you know, going back to what we talked about earlier is, Asking yourself, what does this person that I have influence and leadership with, what do they need right now, and how can I be of service to give it to them? So, you know, how does someone feel that they're contributing to the bigger picture? And give them feedback and things that they're already doing so they can keep doing those things. You know, yeah. feedback is not about what you're doing wrong. Feedback in this time is what you're doing right and how you can do it more or how you can invite a community to do it with you. Uh, a lot of times, you know, in my world, we're talking about customers, we're talking about how to uh, solve problems the first time, we're talking about how to create a, a memorable customer experience, but how about how do we make a memorable employee experience? How do we ensure that we're talking about their career development in terms of the skills that they're showing up with today will take them to that next step tomorrow. Yeah. You know, this is not the time to stop those kinds of conversations. This is the time to point out all the things that you see people showing up as leaders are doing on a regular basis. You, and you make such a good that, point. Yeah. Two things you said I, I want to highlight. And the highlight of, of this is people will already hear the negativity. They, they, they'll already self-criticize. They don't need to hear what's wrong. They already know that part. It's what's yeah. working, what's right, and where do you want to, like, how do you want to shore up? So learning new tools and new skills every day, figuring out creativity, like things like that. But then on the other side of, of looking at, you know, how people can take advantage of what's, what's their reinvention through this time, what tools and what do they want to learn, and how do we acknowledge and appreciate that? You know, yeah. going beyond, maybe it's someone's helping another colleague who's at home struggling with a technical issue or doesn't know how to submit something for a client. Or, you know, even in, in with, with the business leaders that I work with, a lot of people have had to increase their capacity and learn technology where they didn't need to before because they just showed up at work and the technology was available. Now they're at home and they're having to learn new skills and learn these things like we talked about. So I think you're seeing a lot of retooling and I think that provides engagement. Like I think yeah. people get very engaged when they're actively learning something. hundred percent. And the, I think as a leader, helping people connect the dots for what they're learning and how that's going to help them in a corporate world. Mm -hmm. You know, I shared that I'm getting creative and making art projects you know, you're like, how is that going to help Heather run call centers? 100%. Absolutely going to help me run call centers because I took the space and time to actually let my mind wander and be creative. And in a new world, I'm going to have to wander into the unknown for how to run call centers and how to have a more work-at-home virtual reality for a lot of employees. You know, it's as leaders, learning about what people are doing with their free time right now um, and 
linking it to how they're showing up as a leader is so important. Yeah. When people are posting pictures of what they're baking, what they're cooking, um, but they're involving their family differently when they're doing that. And then they're getting creative. Like yesterday, I made banana bread and I had some coconut and I didn't have enough bananas. So I'm like, I got to make this more moist. So in went the Malibu rum. Like that's right. what went into the perfect. The best banana bread ever. But you know that wait a minute, a new ingredient went into my 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 always go to recipe yeah. because I had to make a different choice. Yes. And so that moves into into business so easily. So easily. I have to make new choices. So sometimes you just gotta pour a little Malibu rum into <laughs> I love it. and mix it up, right? I agree. I agree. I think it's great. I think it's great. And and be bold, be daring, be willing to be brave. I think is the other thing is being, you know, understanding. It's like, we're, we're in an experiment and you're going to have to pivot. I keep saying, okay, what's the pivot I'm going to make on this? You know, I, I tried my very first uh, salon. Um, I opened a salon on Saturday. I closed it on Saturday night. No, I think it was Sunday on Sunday morning. I cut my, my, he's about to turn seven years old and now he's going to need some trauma therapy after this because I, I took the shaver to his head. And uh, so that was a business experiment that failed. We know that I will not be expanding into the field of salon opening anytime soon. Just because I yeah. can do my own hair does not mean I can cut a seven-year-old's hair. So having fun with it, I think, is the other, the other element. It's, you know, keeping a sense of humor Finding the good, looking for opportunity will really create what I call new ways of being connected with each other and laughter for me is key. And I know it is for you as well. Christy, I love love because you you actually posted a video of you doing your son's hair. And I thought, this is fantastic because he's like just adorable. But I love that you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm just going to do it because it's out of necessity. But we're going to have fun with it. And I'm sure there are so many moms out there that were like, oh, my God, I I was scared to even attempt to cut my kid's hair. Um, because I was afraid I ruined our relationship for the rest of our life. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, you know, you're being vulnerable and, and fun and playful with it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that there's lots of moms out there that, that watch that kind of video. And it's just a moment in time. It's yeah. such a simple act of giving back. But you probably gave some meta messages to moms that, yeah, you got this. You can you figure got this. this out. Yeah, that is really our mantra around here. You got this. You got this. You know, and I think we all do. So I am so grateful that you were uh, willing to take on the Coach C podcast and share your leadership style with us. One, we're so aligned in many ways. And I think so many leaders can learn from you, Heather, and figure out, you know, I need that kind of leader influence in my life. So really just so appreciative of the time that you took, because I know you're also running a massive business, massive people around you. And I know that you face your own challenges with, with, with this COVID-19. So just very super grateful for that. And I want to end on that note of gratitude because you said that is one of your practices in your life and it is one of mine. And it changes everything for me. It changes the course of my attitude. It alters how I relate to people. And I am so grateful that you were willing to take the time and spend that with us today. So thanks so much. Thank you. Right back at you. Going right back to the beginning. 
my purpose is to positively influence as many people as possible. And I'm just so thankful to, that you've allowed me to interact with your audience and Thanks. and possibly positively impact one or two people along the way. So I'm sure I, today you have. I am sure today you have. So I'm looking forward to seeing you soon and working on many things that we can do together and helpful, hope, hopefully help people and positively impact them. Thanks. Absolutely. Have an awesome day, Christine. You too. Bye. I, bye. Oh my God! You've got to be kidding! No, you did not. You 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 did not not record that. Yep. No, Christine, come on. <laughs> Do not say that. <laughs>